You have to get the you have to get the liquid at the top of the straw. This is pathetic. Abort, abort, abort. Okay, no. Katie's trying to slurp her milkshake. No, we can't use No, we're using that. that. That's our that's our entrance. In my defense, it is a very thick milkshake. As it should be. Well, yes, but... It's a plant-based milkshake. Mm -hmm. Anywho, welcome back to the Mom Pod. Um, As you can hear by the other voice in the microphone, Alyssa is not here this week. And let me just clear the air, since the the owl pals are getting a little distressed here. Yeah. Me and Alyssa are not fighting. I haven't even talked to Alyssa about this yet, but, like, I've gotten, like, multiple comments. I did my little anonymous question box for today's episode, and people were like... What's the tea? Yeah. Why are you and Alyssa fighting? Because the fighting? only reason why Alyssa wouldn't be here is because you guys fucking hate each other now. Not like you guys have separate lives and she's right. got stuff going on. The world's just pinning us against each other and I'm not a fan. Well, people hate to see women win- winning mm. and thriving. Period. And so there's always got to be some sort of problem. Beef. So, yeah. But no. Everything's um, good. Alyssa suggested me as a guest. I'm not yeah. usurping. No, so. deadass. This was Alyssa's idea. Um, sometimes in life there are weeks where you're busy. Yeah. On a Friday night. And yeah, I don't know why some people were like trying to create that, but it's not a thing. Me and Alyssa are fine. People love drama. People love the tea. Which I love that for them because also yeah. me. Well, and since you guys are podcasters too, of course people are going to be like, well, did you hear the tension in their voices last week? And then they're not here this week. Just like, making stuff up yeah, fully. Course. Everybody needs a little drama. Um. Yeah, so... This week, you're our guest. You've been on the podcast before. I have. This time, it's a little different. You're not really being interviewed. No, and I'm not in a chair to spin and piss you off the whole time. Is that a thing? <laughs> yes, it's so funny. I was telling uh, my friends, I was like, yeah, if you listen, there are going to be pauses where I'm Lexi's quietly telling me to stop spinning, and I'm mid-sentence, and I can't think and talk at the same there time. There so many times that we've had guests on where I'm like whispering, turn like it's your phone's vibrating. A, it's a spinny chair. It's so tempting. So just, just you're talking and I'm like a toddler. Just like... Could you imagine your voice coming in? Oh, for sure. I'm just... It didn't sound like that. Yeah. Literally. Literally. So yeah, today we've asked um, our loyal Instagram followers because we both have so many. Oh, yeah. No, I'm drowning in it. Yeah, all the Instagram clout. All the fame. Um. For some, uh, what I was hoping we would get is unpopular opinions. Yeah, I guess people don't have a lot of those or they weren't feeling like they were droppable. But what we really got were like, okay, Katie and I were having the conversation and we feel like the not gonna lie link is, has some bots in it. Yes, because the first two messages I get before I even send myself a test is, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? Who would ask that? Right. And then, what's a relationship deal breaker for you? Could possibly be an interesting prompt, but also I don't feel like I know anybody who would ask that. And then, I get one through here. I got, who's your crush? Yeah, what song always gets you out on the dance floor? I'm like, no, no one, one I know would ever that. use that language. Somebody would be like, what makes your pussy pop? And I'd be yeah. like, Charlie XCX. Yeah, <laughs> right. It would never be worded like that. So yeah, and then we looked it up, and it is true that the ask, the anonymous ask box... Wants will, you to feel popular. Wants you to feel popular, and we'll send you text messages. So we have discerned what messages have come from people that actually follow us, and yes. what are... Not gonna lie, yeah. bots. There are some in here that I'm just like, oh, I know who sent that. Like, yeah. So, and so, then there are some that are a little pointed. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to start with pop culture unpopular opinion moments? Yeah, we can start Okay. There. So the one that both you and I got that yes. apparently needs to be touched on is the whole Adam Levine. Yes. And this Sumner is going to date Stroh. the episode for sure. Sumner, what was her last name? Stroh, I think. Sumner Stroh. So listen, I am not a TikTok girly. I've said it before on past episodes. Mm-hmm. I'm not well versed in the TikTok universe. You are. Yes, I am online. But you're on obscure TikTok, I feel like. <laughs> I feel like your TikTok is like... But I still get, you know... Okay, so that's why I'm I got her on my feed. Yeah, so I, I saw that. That was the day it happened, the first thing that came up on TikTok for Right, me. so let's explain it to the girlies maybe that don't know what we're talking about. Yes, so uh, Sumner, this girl on TikTok. Instagram who, model. Yes, Instagram Self, model. Self-proclaimed Instagram Moved model. to LA to have her moment. Um entertained in the dms adam levine married man who she knew was married to who everyone knows he's married and she loves to point in the beginning like and i'm not just dragging her i'm not slut shaming i'm not any of that but when you knowingly enter into an entanglement with a married person with a pregnant partner you you you're understanding that you're making your bed and you're gonna have to lie in it at some point yeah like her whole i had just moved to la i'm like you were 23 and the fact that you're new to a city doesn't make you any more vulnerable. Like, right. if it was some random stockbroker rich guy that was like, oh, are you having a tough time getting on right. your feet? Right. Like, right. that's different. But it's, you're DMing Adam Levine. And what point what? in this were you like, I'm new to town? I'm like, it's the internet. Who gives a fuck if you're new yourself. to town? What does that make you more susceptible to yeah. being victimized? Like, I don't were understand. You overwhelmed standing in line at Erewhon? And like, you just literally. <laughs> literally. But anyway, she posts and she also I love how she opens with I had an affair with a married man who's married to a Victoria's Secret model like and then put herself on that level no she what's funny to me is that she opened that way and instantly was like Adam Levine like why didn't you just say and also we all know like we all knew like I didn't at first when I watched the TikTok, I was you like, who the fuck is she up? talking about? I immediately knew. He's been a greasy slime. So I didn't forever. know that because, okay, so after seeing the TikTok, mm-hmm. which, by the way, the, the the boldness of Adam Levine to message this Instagram model off his verified Instagram yeah, account. not even having holy a fuck, Holy fucking fuck. Your body is fucking insane. Seriously. My favorite one was, I might need to see the booty. I didn't see that oh one. Oh my god, this full grown ass man said she like he responded to a selfie or she sent a selfie or something. It was like kind of a titty moment. Oh. And he goes, Ooh, that's so good, whatever. And then I might need to see the booty. So, and then she said, No booty for you. <laughs> so my question is, were there more texts that were released than what was in that original TikTok? Because um, I didn't see that. That might have been a different screenshot, or that might have been another girl that came forward, and I'm getting them mixed up. Oh my up. god! Well, okay, here's the thing. There's been quite a girls, a few girls, that have come forward now to have their clout moment. And I don't About know, Adam? Yes. Okay. And I don't know why everybody's like, I'll jump on the bandwagon. I also entertained a married it's man. It's not a cute like, look. Teffy, if you guys don't know on Instagram, this girl named Teffy, spelled T-E-F-I. I love her, and she made a video really kind of like digging into I think what bothered me the most and she was like you know all parties are wrong in this oh 100% but also Adam is showing that his attention is so cheap like that's how she worded it she's like you're showing that your attention is dollar store cheap all it takes is someone posting a selfie and you're in their dms with your verified account a whole ass pop star entertaining these women because they have a couple thousand followers and these girls are eating it up even though you're married yeah like but yeah and like girls are even posting screenshots that like are so embarrassing because he's like not really responding enthusiastically he's still responding 
I mean, that's like one word. Like there was this one girl, she was like in her really early twenties and was like, should I go and visit my grandma? Should I this and that? Like trying to Adam to Levine. Yes. And he's like, sure. Whatever. Like, girl, I don't whatever. give a fuck about that. And this girl was posting it being like, I talked to him too. And I'm like, these are dry. These are dry texts, but women are adding themselves. It's like, I also was interested in having an Yeah, I think that was something that was interesting about the second TikTok that she posted where she was like, right, like that she didn't realize that you are not coming for just him Mm -mm. in saying, I had an affair with a married man. You are also coming for yourself. Yes. I don't think that we're, I feel like maybe a few years ago, we would have been in the times where we'd have more blamed Adam than we would have blamed Seminar. But it's equal. But nowadays, I'm like, dude, you fucking know better and you're equal trash. It's different if, like, you work in an office and this guy has never mentioned that he's married. He takes his ring off, whatever. You unknowingly enter into it. And as soon as you realize, right. you write your wrongs. Right. Like, she could have instead of, you know, when she found out her friend was going to sell the screenshots and she was all concerned about it. She could have just DM'd the wife before going public or not going public at all. And just when TMZ came out with it, her friend sold the story. She's right. Because, like, like, who gives a fuck about this girl? She, like, if TMZ came to her with the story and the she's story like, no. The story is that Adam Levine cheated. Right. It's not, she saw her... it's not Adam Levine was with some nurse throw. Like, who yeah, gives a fuck? Exactly. She saw her moment and Behati just got right. blindsided. And it's embarrassing. What's alarming about this situation is that he she said well i mean there's a lot that's alarming about the situation but she was like oh he the classic he told me they were separated yes if you look at their instagrams oh my God. adams and bahadis they are all over and they were already currently pregnant with i think their third child well bahadi had posted he... the third child picture 10 days or something before before this happened that's so the world didn't know, I don't think. Or the world had just found out, I guess. Yeah. It's... But she'd been pregnant. Because he DM'd her and said, is it weird if I name my third child Sumner? Yeah. Which is the audacity. It's yeah. so... Just... Yeah. So let me ask you this then. I'm okay. interested to see what you think about this. She briefly mentioned that she believed that him... DMing her off his verified account was a manipulation tactic that she believed or that that him doing that made him seem so like hiding in plain sight is what she said. I will say there is, of course, an inherent power dynamic. The man is 100%, a which is what she's claiming. Top powerhouse. She is a smaller Instagram model who is an ally. So there, there is a power dynamic there. Like, I feel like any of us, if we got a DM from somebody with a blue check mark, would be like, oh, for Fuck. a second. Yeah. I feel like I have to respond or I have to, you Say know. Say a certain thing, yeah. Uh, their attention is on me and right. their attention is more valuable because they have a it has tiny been blue so. check, yeah. And also they have millions of dollars. Right. And so I could, I do see on paper... There is an insane power imbalance in influence, in yeah. resources, in yeah. whatever. But you're not talking about, you know, he hit you up and offered you an uncomfortable job. You know, like, come and model for me. Like, yada, 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 I'll give you this money. I'm Adam Levine. Do a music video shoot with me. And then made her uncomfortable in that sense. Right. It was DMs. Yeah. And it's alluded that they met in person in the messages. It is. But that's not You said confirmed. you're way hotter in person. Yeah. And that could have been she went to a fucking meet and greet. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Like, we, we don't know the extent of it, and yeah. she hasn't made any accusations to that degree. Yeah. But it's like, there is a power imbalance, but also you knew, you played into it. Yeah. And the fact that she opens her video with, I had an affair with a man who was married to a Victoria's Secret model. It's clout. It's model. clout. It is. And then the fact that all these other girls are now coming out, like, he was clearly 
a trash desperate bag. Desperate for attention. Yeah. He's absolute garbage, but we've known that. But it just he made, made it... three good albums and has been yeah. a flop ever since. It's the, it's oh. like it's the same fate that Brendan Urie is suffering. Oh. No. You know, it's like these guys were just like, oh, you are very talented, sing very good song. And then all of a sudden they're just like, so I'm very sexy and I can have whatever I want. And it's like, no, you can't. Yeah. Let's cut you off. Like, yeah. What's crazy to me and a lesson I feel like in this in real life is that, like I said, if you go to both of their Instagrams, they are plastered all over each other's yeah. Instagrams and clearly they're having problems. Or do you think that Bahati knew nothing of this and that they were fine behind I closed think doors? either way, it's fucked. If she knew, like if they have some sort of agreement that he can be a douchebag. Right. I'm sure there was a clause in there that was like, just don't embarrass me. Because like I've heard of couples before where they're like, our relationship is open. I just you know, don't go with anybody in our circle mm. and don't have it slip out to where my aunt could hear that you right. were out on a date. Like, right. just don't embarrass me. Right. I don't care what you do. Right. I've heard of arrangements like that. And that's fine. If that works for you, if you guys have a great domestic life, you're great, like, financial partners, right. you work out day-to-day life great, but you want to get some strange, do what's good for you. Right. But as long as you're within the bounds. If they have an agreement and you broke that agreement, that's fucked. Right. In publicly humiliating her to right. this degree. With bad sex. So like, has there been a situation like this between the two of them in the public eye previously that we don't know about? Or is this the first time we've kind of seen this? that I'm aware of. To be honest, he's not been on my radar Me much either. prior to this. Like, I've heard that he's not a nice guy. Mm. Um, and of course, now more is being, like, surfaced now that he's, right, like, on top of course, people yeah. bringing up footage of, of him being a dick. And there's stories of him not allowing people to uh, look him in the eye backstage. Like, all what? The, yeah, like all the same stuff I've kind of heard about Ellen DeGeneres. He's mean to staff and he doesn't let people look at uh-huh. him. And he referred to like, I think it was Chile, like some place he went and played a festival. It's like that disgusting city, like was super rude and then oh blamed it on the sound wasn't working. So I got grumpy and it's like, you're a whole grown man. <laughs> I was like, hangry. Take like Xanax, like the rest of the people in your career and just period. <laughs> so moving forward, what do you think they do? I don't like know the dynamics, so I, I don't can't know really the say either. I don't know. I don't know if they like. I the one memory I have of them as a couple is just like he was singing at a Victoria's Secret show and yeah, they had a cute yeah, little wave. Yeah, that's my only and recollection like, of them. Oh, work! <laughs> oh, work! <laughs> I couldn't care less. Like um, the straights are always uh, struggling. The straights. Um, <laughs> um, this brings me kind of into our next and probably the only other pop culture moment we'll have to talk about: the fact that. I feel like dealing with these kind of situations amidst pregnancy and children is a whole nother level and dynamic to it, which yeah. brings us to Khloe Kardashian, yes. Tristan Thompson, season two of, season the, Kardashians, two of the Kardashians. So let me ask you this before we get into that. What are your thoughts on the differences between the Hulu Kardashians? Did you watch the original Keeping yes. Up with the Kardashians? Yes. So what are your thoughts on the differences between the two of them? Because people have strong thoughts. Yeah. So what I've, and I haven't heard any of the discourse, so this is a raw take. And if it's a, the same as everybody else's, I'm not claiming okay. the original. But the original series definitely felt more like they wanted headlines at the expense of or that were positive for the Kardashians. Like, I feel like it was a little more... Like, coming from the show. Critical. Coming from the show. It felt like some of the edits were, like, reality show edits yeah. and things like that. And it was, It's you know, very TLC. They were trying to milk stuff yeah. out of them. Because, I mean, they were kind of the pioneers of the reality show. Like, family reality and, TV. Yeah. yeah. And then you can tell in later seasons... Chris Jenner's on the helm as a producer, and much later, Kim's on the helm as a producer. So they're still being super, quote, raw, quote, about things. But it's 
still felt a little more scandalous, but this season feels more like how the last season of the old show felt when they were Mm. filming it in COVID with Mm -hmm. their phones, like felt like they were in control. They're breaking the fourth wall. They're telling it how they want to tell it. And I feel like they maybe liked that and they're doing that. Yeah. I, it's much more, it feels more docu-series almost. That's exactly what I was kind of trying to like, articulate is it feels like they're just filming their life and they're still showing some bad parts because right well it's like like we 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 just mentioned that kind of before the headlines were coming from the show yeah now in this season it feels like the show is addressing the headlines yes and i will say you can really tell the switch in the marketing for the show oh for sure in the old show it would be like slow-mo of the same fist fights over and over for every season (laughs) yeah and now i'm getting tiktok ads where kendall's like i want to start a new career i'm a businesswoman yeah and like courtney the fact that in 2022 we're still using girl boss unironically is so gag (laughs) reflexy and they're still so into the girl boss millennial aesthetic oh yeah that like drives me crazy like they are capitalist monsters don't get me wrong but they are kind of slightly my comfort millennials like Mm. these faces that have been around for such a long time truly truly that i'm like i don't like you and i don't approve of a lot of you don't like them i i eat them up i love them okay love i feel like is a word i can't use because i do have a lot of criticisms of them and their contributions i Society. don't respect the things some of the things that they've done but mm-hmm. i just love they're the moment always like they're always the moment they i are. love that about them i think they're so entertaining whether they're right or they're they, wrong they, definitely they are, are entertaining, entertaining and that's what i like them for and yeah. when they're in that lane that's great but when they try to like the fact that courtney so courtney do you know what boohoo is yeah it's a fast fashion brand. Yeah. They hired Kourtney Kardashian as their sustainability ambassador. What? And came out with a line of more sustainable clothing. Because doesn't fact, that brand have quite a bit of issues with... Yes. They, like, underpay their laborers. Yeah. At, well, like, every fast fashion right. company does. Right. It's all horrible. And then they hire Kourtney Kardashian, who the Kardashians kind of are, like, the Behringers, the proponents of fast fashion, because they switch trends. They change trends. That, that bodycon skirt you were wearing last week... That's out. Yes. We're now doing this. Yeah. You know, and Courtney's whole shift to punk aesthetics because she's punk, with Travis yeah. Barker. You know, now it's like, it's all about the black dress. Chunky and the, boots the and the, yeah. yeah. And so everybody's got to toss that stuff out. Boohoo, I saw a video and uh, Boohoo puts out 500 new items every week. That's insanity. Plus other capsule collections. So there's nothing sustainable about no, that. No, and the fact that Kourtney Kardashian is our sustainability ambassador. What does this sustainability... What does an ambassador even mean? Girl, like you're Kim, telling me. Like Kim Kardashian is Beyond Meat's chief taste ambassador. What does that even it mean? It means nothing. It's... It's a, just putting their name on the brand. It's hollow honorific to try and be like, oh, well, this celebrity is going to talk about this mm-hmm. issue, therefore we're doing something. There's plenty mm-hmm. of people talking about sustainability and actually making meaningful steps. Mm-hmm. You don't need to hire somebody to be like, you can wear this dress five different ways, so don't throw it out, please. Right, deadass. But also, when I come out with the next part of my capsule, buy that. Right. You know, it's, yeah, it's a lot of the stuff that they do, I can't get behind. Because right. it's, like, antithetical to no, I just morals. No, I just, like, but love how entertaining they yes, are. Yes, they are so entertaining. And, um, because I, as much as I have all my beliefs and opinions and things like that, I love trash TV so much. Me, like, too. I... I mean, you know, I Sister Wives is my... Stop trying to make Sister Wives happen. It's not going to happen. <sighs> I love it. I love it so much. And even though it's kind of like last season was a total flop because one, it was a COVID season and they weren't interacting really at all. 
And, uh, you know, ever since they've left Vegas, they've been fighting. I know Katie, nobody knows what you're talking about. <laughs> anyway, it's, I love it. I love trash TV. Even when I get angry, I love watching it. And so it's they're comfort. Yeah, exactly. I always tell Chance, I like reality TV because it's TV. You don't have to think about too much. Mm-hmm. There's no plot yeah. you're really following. It's like, like with the Kardashians, we know all this stuff already. Yeah. We're just watching it back, like from their reactions to it in and real it time. And it makes great escapism because like if you've got stuff going on, if you've got problems and then you tune in to these rich people and their problems, right. it feels so small and you're just like, oh, if I could live like that and have that be my problems, dream. Dreamy. Most of the time I agree with you. However... Let's jump back into to episode one of season yes, two. Yes, I would not this want to be in Chloe's position right is now. is quite the fucking issue. Yeah. That, now Tristan if, Thompson. This, this man. So I think, okay, a lot of what makes this hard to talk about, I feel like for, just because I don't want to put the energy into the world of talking about someone's life when I don't know about yeah. it. But how publicly he's disrespected her on multiple occasions. It's almost like, and she doesn't want anyone to say it because it's not nice. Yeah. But like, girl. Well, and here's where I can empathize. Okay. I kind of know what it feels like to, like, I feel like there are certain individuals that I just love to an extent where they can't wrong me enough for me to set a boundary. Oh, I've never felt that. And there are some people who like, oh, we're not close like that, so bye. And I've had a partner in the past where it's like, there's nothing you can do. You can have me hurt my feelings. I'm rolling on the floor, like... It's horrible. And then if I were to get a call, I'd be like, hey. Really? The next day. Absolutely. So I can sympathize where it's like, you could kick me in the teeth until I've got a mouthful of gums and I will still be excited to see you tomorrow. What? So I can sympathize. Obviously, I've worked through that. Yeah, I've never felt that. But there are still some people who it's like, oh, you hurt my feelings, but I am choosing to not let that ever be discussed. To a a certain degree, I get that. However... Let's follow the trajectory of what's happened with Chloe. Yes. So there's probably some that I'm missing out on, but from my just bare knowledge recollection sitting here, first occurrence, Chloe is nine months pregnant with True. Four days before she gave birth. Four days before she gave birth. She went into like 48 hours. She went into early labor due to the stress of finding out that she had been cheated on while she was nine months pregnant. Yes. Still allowed him to be in the hospital, still did the whole thing, and through that process... They rekindled through COVID. They rekindled. Yes. Then. And even before COVID, that was the Jordan Woods thing. Or what was her last name? Jordan Woods. Jordan Woods. But Jordan Woods, yeah, I think COVID was after, but Jordan Woods happened next. And can I just throw in that I hate that Jordan took the brunt of that, that everyone came at her. Like, yes, she was close to all of them. What did they do? They just kissed? Yeah, they kissed at a party. Yeah, it's wrong, but uh, it's wrong, but they only put it on her. And Tristan came out pretty I think that the Kardashians have this kind of motto or mindset of if we have a child with someone, like you said, we write their wrongs. Yeah. And I don't know if that... I've never lived by that motto. I've never believed in that. It's okay to co-parent with somebody, but to to allow them in your life to the extent that they've allowed Scott and Tristan after some of these situations is just absurd to me in a lot of ways. Again, I don't understand everyone's family dynamic. I'm not here to judge. I'm just giving what I feel like my situation would be. But, okay, so then we have Jordan Woods. Then there was another one. There were a couple. There were a few just like, oh, Tristan spotted at a club. Right. Tristan this and that to the point where it was just like, oh, girl, you better turn the Google notifications off for his name. And then apparently they had... According to the end of season one of this Kardashian Sulu show, mm-hmm. 
they had started to fix things. Tristan was going to therapy. He was moving he in. He was moving to her in. Home that she just built. It was like, like family unit. I yeah. guess in the midst of this, what we didn't see behind the scenes is that they were going through a surrogate process. Yeah. They had done an egg retrieval for Chloe four days before finding out. And she that, had alluded to the fact that they were kind of bouncing around the idea. She didn't quite trust him yet. But they well, had like frozen samples and right, stuff. Right. They showed a clip in this new episode yep. talking back of showing that maybe Tristan wanted to do this to trap her. So they had shown a clip of would, Tristan saying, I would hopefully like to expand our family one day, God willing. And he would always talk to Chris about, you know, oh, I want to get married to her, yada, yada. And she'd be like, oh, well, when the time is right, when she comes around, like... The levels to it, if he truly was trying to just get in while he could and he knew this other kid with another woman was coming, it's like, oh, I would just feel so violated. Here's what I don't fucking understand about this man. There's a lot of things I don't understand. But what I don't understand is he clearly doesn't give a fuck about most of the women he sleeps with, yeah. has relationships with, has children with. He clearly gives a fuck about Chloe because he's hung around for a while. Let me finish. I... I I know you're going to say he doesn't give a fuck about her. He doesn't. But he clearly feels differently, maybe I would say, towards Chloe than other women. Why on earth, if you feel this way about her, do you continue? Like, I don't understand why, if she's the different one, why we still continue this pattern. Is it like a literal illness? The cynicism in me thinks that he cares about her status finances and he's probably seen what they've done for other baby daddies in their life so mm. but like know, does he need that i don't he's I, not on like scott disick's level where scott disick was literally like no offense no one yeah until entering well, the family I mean, tristan Tom is an nba Travis player scott having the kardashian powerhouse behind him to help cover up you think what that's he had how yeah deadass. chris probably handles all their pr deadass. manages their stuff kanye I mean, Kim has alluded to the fact that they've covered up a lot of Kanye's scandals and helped keep that under wraps, and they never were public about stuff that he was doing. Like, when you have that shroud over you, yeah, that power. They are a powerful family. And, I mean, so you're you're in that machine. It's got to feel incredible to be part of that Kardashian you machine. Think? Your kids are going to be part of the Kardashian empire. Like, you, you've just got a level of, like, security there and also not to diagnose anybody but i do feel like some people just are narcissistic to a degree of oh 100 like they, their attention is cheap if you wag something in front of them they want that validation that interaction whatever yeah and so it's he's probably not putting thought into much of it he's probably just going out and meeting women and whatever and and what i think is the biggest lesson i feel like i've learned in watching like, I guess public and not really in personal life, but like cheaters is it's really rings true that if you let them get away with it once, they will do it again. Like Tristan has gotten away with fucking murder with Chloe, like bad scandals, like not just cheating, like balance there of like, she stands to be a bit more embarrassed than he does because men are allowed a certain right. leeway. Right. But they're always to shame the woman of like, how did you let your man dog you right. like that? Oh, are you know, he's sleeping with other women that might be prettier or smaller or there's always going to be some sort of inadequacy put on the women of like, why can't you hold your man down? What's wrong with you? Instead of why can't your man stay faithful? So there's a total imbalance there. And also she dealt with the marriage to Lamar. I know. The fallout from that. She held on to that tooth and nail too. I through know. All that embarrassment. God bless her. And and he has the nerve to come around and say, hey, if you give me another chance, I'll treat you right. Tristan's fumbling, yada, yada. It's like, go away. 
let this girl be. Like it's as just much as so I don't like sad. as much as I don't like capital H her, like who a lot of what she does business wise, a lot of, you know, things like that. Um I I feel like everybody deserves happiness and dignity. Yeah, and it is interesting in you saying that because my brain, when hearing of this most recent situation, immediately went, Chloe, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why are we having a baby with a man that does this to us? And I could see myself, like, I I do see a bit of myself in a previous relationship in her and just, like, if you come, you don't even have to say the right thing when you come back. If you just come back, all is forgiven. But it's like fourth or fifth time that she that he's done a not just cheating a ridiculously public yeah. awful and I cheating. I can't fully say. I mean, I've never been cheated on, right? So I don't know how that feels. I right. don't know how that betrayal feels. But I've definitely been hurt deeply and right. let down right. deeply. Right. But for like same, when you do the math. God, at least four or five years I was on and off with someone who was yeah. just awful. Yeah. So it's like, but I would. But we're still friends. <laughs> like, yeah. So, like, I do have a lot of forgiveness for some people. Yeah. Um. So I can sympathize in that way of, like, you can... The, just some people are an exception, and who knows why. You don't pick them to be an right. exception. Because, of course, you don't want to be hurt. Um. Have you ever been cheated on? Uh, not that I know of. I think the my very... the I wouldn't say first boyfriend, because I, that's hard to track back. First guy that I slept with... I forget what the situation was, and it was I was like sixteen, so it's really and I'm yeah. you know my memory. It is not the moment. Like <laughs> I can't rem- I can't remember anything. To well, say and that. also the history is kind of just like a sea of blondes with knee high white socks. Okay. So it all bleeds together. First of all, knee high. <laughs> what do you think I'm dating, little schoolboys? <laughs> what is this? Maybe it was calf high. They were also little. They were like okay. children. Blonde. That whole moment was like. High school. I didn't continue okay. that afterwards. Okay. <laughs> I did have a type for a little bit. Yeah. Because that was what all I was surrounded by was Citrus Valley, and that's literally what that was. I mean, I guess that's all you're looking for. No, I wasn't really looking for anything. I was just looking for someone to be nice to me. <laughs> um, anyway. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> anyway. So um, but yeah, I think that it was like one time that he came over with like a hickey on his neck from someone else. Ew. Yeah, and that not was not the like, hickeys are gross, but just like to come that was like with a hickey. But and that he was my boyfriend, so I guess. But that remember when hickeys were like pe- like peak scandal? Oh my god! Back in the day, like... I do you remember? I don't know if you were home or not for that. I was sixteen, so no, you would yeah, I would have been out of the house. I I got one, and it was like in the summer, and I was wearing like scarves to school, <laughs> but it was like like yeah. full neck moment, which is I have to wear like so turtlenecks gross. to church and stuff, and, and... um. I was told on um, and got in a lot of trouble. We were at the pumpkin patch or like the up in, <laughs> Yeah, and patch. I got told on and mom was like, pull, pull the scarf down. And I was like, fuck. And then we got like immediately like day ended, got in the car, went home. Oh my God. Yeah. There was one time um, on a Valentine's Day, my high school boyfriend, mom and dad used to drop me off at his house after church for us to watch movies with his dad. I remember this. Yes. But we would actually, we'd watch movies by ourselves. Oh, period. And uh, it was, it was truly most of the time just two awkward teenagers. And I pulled the Jesus card. This man barely got to touch me because I was like, I'm saving myself. I wasn't, I just didn't want anything to do with it. (laughs) Don't listen to this. He's probably not going to. He does not, no. But... Yeah, so there was one time, I think it might have been Valentine's Day or something else, um, but we were, like, sitting on the bed watching, like, Star Trek, and if it was Valentine's Day, he had gotten me a plate of bacon for Valentine's Day. King. 
<laughs> this was when like bacon and mustaches were like the trendy things. So I was like, I love it. Wait, like back in like memes kind of back before they were anyway it was a cultural moment bacon was a cultural moment i don't think it was it was he had got me a silver bacon charm for a pandora charm bracelet it was very trendy but anyway and then mom (laughs) bursts in because the garage was left open and mom hold on hold on on. back up back up back up mom came into this man's house into this man's house so dad dad was not there a dad might have been sitting in the car as a getaway driver i don't know but she the the dad was in the shower and she walks in, and I had told her that we watch movies in the living room with his dad, which sometimes we did. I think we watched, like, Highlander once, part of it. Okay, like, hold on, hold on. Sometimes I wonder, were they just, pretend, like, pretending to be dumb? Because clearly you're not going to a boy's house to sit in the living room with the dad and watch. Like, they had to know. I, I, I honestly don't know. And so she bursts into the door. Like, to the bedroom. Yeah. And I'm like, Mom? And she goes, what are you doing? I was like, we're watching Star Trek. And she's like, and that's all? I thought you were in the living room. And I'm like, how are you in the house? The Wait, garage was open. hold on, though. It was a whole thing. As, as a parent, respect. <laughs> like, now that I'm sitting, like, thinking about it, like, And period. to be fair, like, the bedroom, too. So this was a bedroom that he shared with his dad. Like, they shared the room. Mm. And there was, like collector's Rambo knives hanging all over the walls and like nerd memorabilia and stuff like it was like kind of sick but also if you walk in you see your daughter on a bed with this like long haired high schooler and there's knives on the walls and Mm, shit but that was like their dream man for you (sighs) period like dead ass so sorry to disappoint (laughs) but yeah I don't even know how we got off topic like that we were talking about cheating and somehow stuff got brought up I don't know we're off the rails but that's what I expected, honestly. I expected nothing less. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't know what the future holds for Chloe and Tristan. Uh, they had the baby. Yep. He was there in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Do you think that he's... appalled me when he shows up and she's, she's like, like, whatever, he needs to see it. Like, we're I holding no boundaries. Your, you know, him to have a healthy relationship with his kid. But it's also like, you know that that other mother of his other child is probably not getting the same treatment. Oh, fuck She's probably no. just going to get checked. Oh, yeah. And it's so frustrating because she is getting preferential treatment because she is in the public eye and she has something to offer him. Yep. That girl ha- gave him all that he wanted from her. Yeah. He's not going to... That's so sad. And it is so Well, sad. he has a bunch of other kids. Three oh. now? Well, well, he's got true, that one baby with the other girl, and now this baby... And a son. Circuit. He has a son from a separate... Before Chloe. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, my God. So that was part of the issue is that people... Well, at least he's not Nick Cannon with 11 babies. Yeah, 10 or 11. Yeah. But yeah, that's the... that's Tristan has four or five kids now? Yeah. All from different... And Elon Musk is trying to do the same thing. What? Yeah. They both, like, were liking each other's tweets about, like, oh, it's their responsibility to repopulate the earth and stuff. And, like, Elon's dad had a baby with his stepdaughter. This is weird. Yeah, it's weird. Men... Yeah. Men need to just stop. How about you just stop? Yucky. The world's populated. Just quit. That's mm-hmm. fine. Repopulate the earth. What even is that? I listen, We don't need to repopulate. The, We're fine. I hate the whole, we have to sow our seed where men like hold. I could go on and on, but we don't <sighs> want to get in. I could crack open the Jordan Peterson can of worms, but this See, is not the name. for it. <laughs> don't, don't Google it. If you are in a peaceful place in your life, don't get on that side of the internet. Just leave it be. All right, do you want to answer some questions? Yes, let's answer some questions. I feel like you got better ones. Better is a word. Like, I got one that said pop music is not good anymore. What pop music are you listening to? Oh, is that a a hot take? Is that supposed to be like a hot take? That might be a hot 
take, but it's like if you're listening to again Charlie XCX, Rina Sawayama, like any, it, there's so much good pop music. Um, Chapel Rowan. It's also subjective. It is because like, I probably wouldn't like any of the things that you just said. Oh, shut up! Yes, you would. Okay. Yes, you absolutely would. There's tons of great pop music. Um, you just have to, I guess, find your niche. If you're talking like radio pop, I do think like that's gotten a little weak, but it also depends. Yeah. What you're looking for from for pop, sure. you know? Okay. So we have a question. Yes. Should I break up with my boyfriend because he is extremely, extremely religious and I'm casually a believer? Well, I guess my follow-up question would be, in what way does this play out in your relationship? Like, right, does he like, want you waking up at the break of dawn every Sunday? Well, does she's saying, to... should I break up with my boyfriend over this when I feel like the one who would be breaking up with the other person would be the strictly religious one? breaking up with the casual yeah. believer yeah. i've never really heard of a casual believer unless he's like intense. intense but you would know that going in maybe unless this is new you know sometimes people find religion she later said in extremely life. religious yeah i think if it causes an issue in your dynamic if you guys want different things if your opinions like if you're finding yourselves hitting a wall on stuff because he's pulling oh but my religion you know yada yada Yeah, because that can be a big thing for relationships like yeah. um yeah, like, like Chance is a pretty firm non-believer in religion. Mm-hmm. And if I felt strongly about it, I feel like it would be hard because he's not budging, right? Yeah. Whereas, like, in reality, I'm pretty flexible about it. Where, like, if he was a believer, I would be like, fine, let's go to church. Like, whatever. Yeah. And if he w- and he's not, and I'm still like, oh, whatever. Like, it's not, I'm not too strong about my opinions, whereas he kind of is. Yeah. So when one person feels pretty, like, strongly, like, mm, it's not a thing. Or, mm, yeah, it yeah. is. And if that's not a flow you can go with. Right. Then that's, I think, when you nix it. Yeah. But. Because if you think it's going to become a not, problem later on down the road, it's probably yeah, better to have like that conversation. if you guys have different values, if you guys are finding yourselves, you know, like if you have differences on if you want to have sex or not before marriage, if you even want to get married, if you want to have kids, like if all those conversations are coming up with different answers because of your difference in intensity of religion. Right. I would probably say maybe try to find somebody with compatible ideologies. Because hmm. like for me, if I, you know to my partner you know like when we went to buy our house and i was like oh let's wait to start you know call a realtor and all that until we hit a new moon if they were right. like no let's do it right now i'd be like oh, well but i wait though you know like it would be a little yeah. bit but it wouldn't be a world ender right but if somebody was like oh like my friends in town i really want to go to brunch with them on sunday they're going to be leaving can i do that and like, but sunday is the lord's day you don't spend any money or shop or go out. Right. Like, and it's That's like, okay, a well, you're impeding, like, my lifestyle. So, right. Yeah. I would say if it's coming up day after day, day problem after problem, day, and everything is being run through that filter and you're disagreeing. Or like you said, your, your values and morals are differing and it's rooted in religion. Then Yeah. Like, if they don't believe that you should have certain bodily autonomies and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Things are pretty shit. serious. She said extremely, so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I would vibe but with that person. we don't know what religion. Right. On the topic of religion, we have an interesting one you might want to tread lightly with. Oh. Um, it is directed towards you-ish, oh. I think. Okay. Um, but I would say tread gently. Um, how do your parents truly feel about the witchcraft, quote unquote, <laughs> after raising you guys in a very religious household? Do they acknowledge it or is it something that is really never spoken about? I feel like we have an unspoken agreement that to keep things on the level there's just certain things we don't talk about Mm. and I don't need to like 
I definitely, when I was a teenager, I needed the validation, whether it came from butting heads or being accepted. Interesting. I needed an acknowledgement that I had beliefs and ideas. Even if it meant somebody arguing against them, to me it felt validating that, like, I exist, I have thoughts, like, I'm... Because I have a lot of issues with, like, feeling real. So if somebody was acknowledging, like, oh, you said this, you feel this way, bad or good, it felt like a assurance to me. That, so like, even if they were fighting with you about it, it, it felt, felt like, like they were talking about it. They're acknowledging that I'm real. God. This is probably a can of worms that shouldn't be up It here. is a can of worms. But now that I'm older, I don't need recognition from other people to feel secure in mm. anything. So I don't need to hear them say, that's ridiculous, or we accept that, because mm. it doesn't matter to me. Um, so we just don't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, so There's it is unspoken. We, yeah, they're aware. I don't think they know the nuances, because I don't think they'd either absorb it or would even be interested in a discussion about it. Right. Whereas you, like, you don't know a ton, but you at least understand, like, the terms I use. Right, well, I'm just kind of an open-minded human being. Exactly. Um, so... Accepting, I would say hard no, but just it's not, not spoken a about. Point of yes. contention because right. we don't let it be. But if I decided to be, you know, a little rebellious, little I'm gonna rub it in your face, it would be a problem. But that's just not my personality. Yeah, and I think that yes, we were raised in a very religious household. But I do I think that as of today, we're held to very religious standards. No, like I'm getting married outside by a friend. Like you were married by me. Like yeah. there are. There are things that they hold true in their beliefs that if they wanted to make a big deal about, they could, but they've kind of learned to live and let go with those things. Yeah. And so, yes, we were raised that way. Like, oh my God was worse than cuss words in our household. Yeah. Like taking the Lord's name in vain was like a very bad thing. And those are the kind of things that they've just kind of, meh. Yeah, because I think they realize we're not if in the they want to have yeah. relationships with their adult kids, we've got to meet in the middle. Right. Because that, you know, dynamic of like, well, you can't think for yourself yet. You know, right. yada, yada, it doesn't exist anymore. The, the, as long as you're under my roof, you'll think A, B, and C isn't really a thing yeah. anymore. Yeah, and I think we've all proved ourselves that, like, you know, yeah, they may think I'm a little wacky, but mm. I pay my mortgage. Yep. I show up to work. Yeah. You know, like, I'm a functional human being. Right. So what's it to them? Right, Unless exactly. I try to make it a problem. Right. And I don't. I don't want to make any problems anymore. As a kid, mm. you like, especially, you know, being the oldest and I'm coming up on these new thoughts that I didn't ever hear inside right. the home. And of course, the first place you want to test the water is with your parents. And our parents are very intellectual. Mm. So I would enter into discussions thinking we were going to discuss it intellectually and then it would get emotional. And I am a very emotional person. So there wasn't like a quick slip from like, oh, they used a tone. Let me digest that and maybe meet them where they're at. It was like, oh, you got a tone? I got a tone. Right. So, but I'm not there anymore. I'm right. at a place where I, I'm i not emotional about it. And I have so many people in my life who are accepting. And, you know, even people who don't believe in it, if, like, I stop and like, oh, the moon's at this phase. It's a good time to say this thing. They'll stop and be like, oh, I'll do that with you. And then right. just move on. Like, it doesn't have to be any bigger than it is. Right. And I think that's an interesting thing that I've noticed about Christianity. Christianity. And it's Christianity. Christianity. Um, <laughs> specifically. And I'm not trying to hate on anybody's religion. I've gotten absolutely attacked and mutilated for saying bad things about Christianity before. But let me just preface that I say bad things about everybody all the time at certain times. So I'm she not. She's a hater first. I'm a hater first. Before all things. It's fine. I'm not being discriminatory. I hate on everything first. Anywho, that it you can be in in some 
cases, like some of the most intelligent human beings in the world, right? You'll have these conversations with these Christian, intelligent, very smart, well-renowned human beings. They can wrap their their heads around like incomprehensible things. Yes, things things that I could never. And the second you start to ask simple questions dissecting a religion, it is defensive, no logical explanation or answer. It is the way it is because it just is. And like, even if that is the teaching and the school of thought, why are we not open to a conversation? Like, why do we get so defensive and so shut off about it? Because I'm asking you a question, but then you'll debate and go to a, extreme lengths and lectures about other topics but it's like why are we not dissecting everything that like i'm not even trying to hate i'm just saying like hey this doesn't really add up here want to talk about it and they're like no and and this isn't our parents we're saying people no just in general general. and like you know of course it's a lot more nuanced than i'm about to kind of get into it like people have some horrible ideas and they do a lot of horrible things Mm. in the name of religion but with day-to-day people for me to not get super heated about stuff like that, I have to remind myself, like, I boil it down to it's just, it's a code that helps mm. them live their life. Yeah. There's, you know, they have strict moral. And some people, I've learned, truly do need an outline of how to be a good person. Because if they're on autopilot, they will be fucking horrible. <laughs> and they've even somehow turned this thing that's supposed to be a list of morals into using it for something fucking You'd horrible. Be into being hateful, yeah. But, like, you literally have ten commandments, like... With basic ass stuff. Don't kill. Don't, kill don't people, cheat. Don't, you know, just don't like basic lie. Stuff. Yeah. But some people really do need to repeat that in the mirror in the morning and remind themselves to get through the day. Isn't that like, something? I've myself. And if you need that, beautiful. Lean on that. Ch- the, the only thing I miss about church is the sense of community. Like you go, yeah, the, you've yeah. got this structure, you know exactly how you're supposed to think and feel, and you have people who will remind you how to think and feel. Right. It feels good until you realize. <laughs> like I'm in a box a I little bit. Exactly. Yeah. But it's got a lot of beautiful things to offer. And, you know, if it works for you, right, and keeps right, you right, right. on the level, if it gets you up in the morning, like, you know, having I'm that fully faith supportive yeah. that our parents have it. I have no qualms against it. Like I even every year for Father's Day, I get dad a uh, daily devotional little yeah, journal thing. Yeah, cute. And it like will give you a little prompt from the Bible or like the one I got last year was based on the teachings of the saints because dad's kind of like some yeah. philosophy type of the- theology. Yeah. So I get him different things that because it religion helps ground him. He chose Catholicism. Right. He reached out to it as support in reaction to a lot of stuff that he's gone through. Yeah. So I recognize it as that. But when I look at it as like the horrible oppressive structure that it's kind of Mm. not even turned into because even back in the old days you're selling which that it's been recognized as. Have you seen? So okay kind of leaning back into pop culture turning pop culture into religion. Have you seen that like the Lana Del Rey coquette stands have started selling indulgences on Depop? I have no idea what you just said. Okay, so you know what indulgences are? From, no. Like, oh, so way back in the day, like a priest and the Pope and shit like that used to sell. So you know, like how we do confession. Yeah. You could buy the cleansing of your sins, and that's how the church made money. And that's what? why the whole what? Protestant Reformation thing happened. Yeah, it was a thing where you paid, and they would cleanse you of your sins, and that had to be taken out. Now girlies are like, I go to a Catholic girl school and I wear my little knee socks and I can give you penance and I can, you know, whatever, like, but making it like pastel and yada yada and like the Catholic imagery, but in the sexy kind of born to die Lana Del Rey way and are having people fucking pay them for essentially indulgences where they're paying to other sins taken away and get a penance from a coquette girl. And it's always like an aesthetic penance, like put on your knee socks and kneel and rice and 
like <laughs> kind of girl making... <laughs> i can't i really don't even like it's inc- it's incredible how the world moves full circle yeah, I think, yeah, that's been kind of, I feel like, my push away from religion in general. Like, I'm not even trying to be a hater. I just, there's so many things that if I sit down and think about any of them yeah. for too long, I'm like, nah, nah, can't. Yeah. But anywho, um, let's talk about some real piping hot tea oh, no. that people think is an issue. Oh, How no. do you really feel about <laughs> me stealing oh, your wedding date? My wedding date. I don't care go ahead and call me the big bitch on the podcast i know that like in a sense it's like oh like we'll share an anniversary and so like aesthetically that can look kind of weird but i don't care i think it's cute like i think it's sweet and it'll make it easy for people to remember like here's the thing it's not like we like i stole okay an (laughs) anniversary we're going to be doing our own fucking things anyways. Yeah. It's not like on your on your wedding anniversary, every everyone comes and celebrates you and has a party with you. No. You do it with your partner. No. So why the fuck would we care yeah. if we have the same the wedding anniversary? The only way I'd be salty about it is if mom only posts about one of us on Facebook. <laughs> That's the only way there will be beef. I don't think she'll post about either of us on our wedding anniversaries. Oh, shut up. You think this year you're going to get a wedding anniversary uh, post? No, I think you're going to next year. I don't I don't think she would do it for me and not you. We have the same wedding anniversary. Yes. Queen. Okay, anyway. What uh, is this what is this narrative that you and other sister have created <laughs> that that mom and dad somehow with full peace and love, with, with full peace adoration, and love. Okay. no beef. This is not tea. Let's hear you it. are the favorite. In the best way. And I love that for you because I can't fill that role. Okay. I couldn't. I feel like... Let's go ahead and let's get into it. (laughs) I don't think you're wrong. However, Mm. being the favorite... Comes with its own I was like, do you think that this is a positive thing? And that's why I'm saying I couldn't do it. I couldn't Mm. be the favorite because you kind of still, whether you want to or not subconsciously, are going to run everything through the parent filter. Whereas mm. I am set free, titties to the wind. I, like, <laughs> I was the... I was, See, I envy it. Yeah. I, well, because as soon as you embrace the disappointment label, the world is your goddamn oyster. Stop it oh, right my God. now. No, for real. For real. I have... It, the world am, is your goddamn oyster. It is. I am set free, and that's fine. And like, I'm not even gonna get the Catherine disappointed phone call anymore because I'm so off the rails today, <laughs> which is crazy because I live the quietest, chillest life in yeah, the little ass. house. Like, yeah. it's and I've never done anything insane, and I still kind of got the label. So I'm just like, I'm rocking it. Like, there's definitely stuff that I get. Like, I dropped into college three times. They saw an artsy tip pick my friend took for an art final in college. Back up. <laughs> to disown me like i've done it like i'm out artsy tip pick yeah it was for my friend in college she um was in a photography class and they had like recreate photos in their style and she really liked this photographer who would take like artsy tip tip pics and she was just like i need someone to do it and i was like at the time i was teeny the tits were up and i was like i'll do it i mean they still are up for the record everything else is down the tits are up (laughs) so whenever i'm having a bad day i have to remember tits up bitch Keep your head high. <laughs> but if your tits are down, that's not a like a value judgment. I'm not saying it's just it's all I have. <laughs> but anyway, so we went thrifting because like the photo had the girl like a pencil skirt and an open blazer, and we went thrifting. We got the set. I blushed the nips. I posed on a wall. It, they were great. She puts them on our photography website. She links 
her photography website, not the photo, to her Facebook and tags me in the Facebook post. Oh, no. And I think, I don't know how they got it. I don't know if someone ratted or if, because I know that it got around the pizza shop my ex worked at because he was like, why are your tits The way these stories spiral into like. (laughs) Anyway, but I get a call. I'm hanging out with the guy that I was seeing um, on campus and I get a call from mom and dad. Mom is very upset. They're going to cut me off. And I'm like, why? And they're like, because you're doing bored. I'm like, it's a tasteful tit pick. Mind you, I'm in a very echoey art building at Humboldt State University. Mom, it's tasteful. Okay, at Humboldt State, I doubt that that's new. Well, I'm sure. Yeah. But it was just like, it was just, you know, whatever. And this, you know, poor asshole that I was seeing for a bit was like, what is going on? I was like, my parents it's saw a, my boobs. It's just... I see pick. <laughs> So, like, I've done things that they're, you know, haven't been fans of. And I feel like it just, I'm set free. Good I'm for you. Free. So, I, there's nothing I can do now. Because now I'm like, my back hurts. I'm not a wild child anymore. Like, right. It can't get any worse. But I'm still cut loose. Yeah, good for they you. let me go. I f- I'm fine with where I'm at. No. I don't, it's not like I need my tits in the wind or anything. Because well, you, you, you ticked all the boxes for them very young you were like all right let's do this cheer bing but i did my own thing that was like i didn't do it for them no but subconsciously you made every right choice for them to be able to like you gave them the like boomer clout they could talk to their friends at luncheons they had nothing to talk to their friends at luncheons about with me like katie dyed her hair and it looks like a fucking pizza pringle (laughs) we hate her But with you, it's like, my, my daughter was a cheerleader, and my daughter's in the military. My daughter had a baby, thank God, my daughter. You know, they have something. <laughs> you give them a little juice every once in a while. But, you know, my daughter with me, they're like, oh, the rat upstate. <laughs> she sent me a picture of chicken she made. <laughs> Another day of <laughs> heavy disappointment. <laughs> I just I just I just all I ever wanted was to be a toad and they tried to hold me back and now I'm a toad and I'm so happy people are gonna think we're on drugs I literally can't breathe that'll probably make it easier for them but no I literally can't breathe Oh man! Oh, should we so, unpack yeah. any more? <laughs> I'm like scared to enter into another question because of where this shit's gonna go. Uh, so you don't care that I took your wedding date? <laughs> oh my god, is that where this started? started. And it ended with, I'm a toad. Um. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is a question that I feel like you might know what this person's talking about. I don't really know. How do you feel with kids knowing plant medicine? Is that weed? No. And if no. and if their parents partake in it. <clears throat> so I'm sure they're talking about like herbal remedies and stuff like that. I think if you're if it's not life threatening, like if your kid has asthma and you're crushing up a bay leaf and sticking it up their nose. Right. It's like get them an inhaler, yeah. you know. But you know, if you know, if it's like a you know, a little cough or whatever, like and I also am very lucky to um, know a great group of women who are very into plant medicine interesting um yeah my my in-laws family her sister and all of her friends are super knowledgeable they're Mm. like all kind of like low-key herbalists they grow all their own stuff interesting and you know 
if their kid's nose is stuffy, like, well, rub a garlic clove on it. And then the kid is great. Right. <laughs> These kids, like, are incredible. And so I think if it works for you, it works for you. But if it's, like, life-threatening, like, if your kid has pneumonia and you're having them, like, you know, swallow chamomile. Right, no. It's, you know, maybe take some steps. But also, you know, to each their own. I'm not here to judge. But I do think it rises to the level of, like... I'm not going to say the A word, but if you're like, you're letting your kids suffer Mm, in the name of, you know, making sure you still look crunchy to other crunchy moms. Right. Like, oh, fuck you. Right. Give a kid a Your kid's life should be a priority. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I didn't know anything about that, but they were talking about weed. No. Is it okay with your kid smoking weed? I was like, no. I don't really, I'm going to say no, but I don't really know. Okay, so this one I feel like is more directed at me. I can answer really quickly. Um, I think your friend group and the way it started is just the cutest slash most deserving mm-hmm. thing that could have happened for you guys. With that being said, would you, how would you feel about making new friends? I will say, I'm fine with it. I don't advise it. Like, if you're trying to make friends with me, I'm not very good at it. Oh, would you think that was them kind of fishing? Like, like do you want to be my friend? I totally am, like, so into, like, DMing people and being nice to people, but I just don't feel like I'm a very good friend. I think that you... I try really hard, but I don't... You have room for what you have room for, but I also think that you're tired of not being met in the middle, Mm. and you just don't have it in you to reach all the way over. You can reach to the middle. Oh, yeah. And the type of people who are going to reach and hold your hand in the middle are going to be the people who stay. I've, like... And that's what this group has been. They've made a great effort, and it's really kind of the first time I think I've seen people meeting you in the middle yeah for sure i feel like i am at this point in my life a very closed off friend Mm -hmm. i think that my friends now know that too Mm -hmm. like i do what i can but i do feel like to an extent they probably notice that i'm not like and i'm very guarded in friendships you've always kind of had a level of that though too Mm -hmm. like even you know it it takes a little bit sometimes to get it out of you a lot like and you have to kind of have the timing right like even sometimes like if I'm leaning on you too much, like I'm showing you videos and I start to slowly creep in and our shoulders are touching and I'm like, oh, I'm close to my sister. You'd be like, too close. <laughs> yeah. Away. Yeah. I just am not you, built. And I wonder yeah. what that is because you and, and other sister are also both yeah, like that. Very oh, is that what it is? <laughs> no, that's what we're getting. No, but in all sincerity, I think not to like make it go deep, but when you were three years apart. So when I hit my teen years and shit got, like, real wild and very mm. emotional, you saw that. And I think you saw how that rubbed up against other things. And I think maybe you were like, oh, maybe if I keep feelings to myself, things will be easier. Because you saw how somebody being very outward with their feelings mm. kind I've of never went. felt like I suppress feelings, though. Like, it's not like I feel oh, like I feel have like them. I don't feel like I have a lot of them. And I'm like, oh, I can't. I just don't really feel like I... Like, I'll cry and stuff. I'm not trying to say I'm, like, some brick wall. No, I just no. feel like I'm a guarded human being, I think, in relation to the question. Well, to maybe not, you're like, just not intense. Maybe. You know what I mean? Well, like, I am. I feel like I'm a pretty intense person. Do you feel like you feel things intensely? Um, Some things, I'm sure. Not everything. Okay. I don't know. I'm... When's the last time you felt alive? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> When's the last time you were just like, oh, I'm alive? Like, like happy about my baby or like, not everything. You're not only a mother. No, I know that. But like, I don't know what the question is. When's the last time you felt alive? Nothing really comes to mind. When's the last time you screamed? 
Like, out of excitement? Or out of anything. I don't think I've screamed in a long time. See, even now you're, like, analyzing everything. You're not having, like, a... Yeah, because I can't reaction. think about anything. Okay, maybe I can't... you should unpack this at some point. Okay. Maybe you need to, like, scream. I'm not really at the point in my life where I get to feel alive or scream. True. This is just not really oh vibing. I'm, like, married with kids in a house. Like, it's not the vibe. I probably... The last time that I, like, really felt like I was out fucking doing things, I don't know, probably high school. College was, like, business for me. Like, I didn't yeah. party or do anything in college. It, I, it was, like, three years damn near yeah. four point business and I was in the military I never really felt alive in that I was kind of also just kind of business as usual yeah I don't really feel like I've been the type to you've been grinding for a very long yeah. time yeah but you know you'll have your time or I won't and I feel like that's okay too it is okay yeah whatever path life takes you as long as you're down with it as long as you feel like you're an active participant in the choices you know, like recently, the kind of new decisions that you've made and yeah. your journey. I yeah. feel like, you know, you are taking steps to be like, I know I've always wanted to do this, but I'm going to do it in this way. Yeah. You know, instead of just kind of going with the flow. For sure. I think that's a good start. Yeah. So in relation to the question, um, yeah, <laughs> I um, would, I am open to making new friends, but I don't recommend it. I'm not a very good friend. <laughs> I don't feel like, I try really hard, but um. You just don't feel like that. It's like a brick well, trying maybe, to get over a brick wall. Maybe being a friend isn't your priority right now, relationship-wise. Maybe your priority it's, right now is I feel being like a partner. In a all, I don't know, with with peace and love or whatever you said. <laughs> I don't know if that means the. I don't know what that means, actually. I don't know why I said it. But anyways, um, I feel like in the past, I've thought that I was a really good friend. And then I feel like I've been told so many times in recent years that I'm not one. That I've now started to not even try to be one. Because I'm like... My efforts are clearly not what other people well, want out of friendships, so I if don't I can care. Speak somewhat candidly. I feel like in previous dynamics you had a role to play, and as soon as you stepped out of that role, all of a sudden you weren't a good friend. Mm. Like, but I've been told this by multiple like friends though. But were you always in a group where it was like kind of clicky? Like you have a spot in that. I feel you like have all a dynamic groups in are kind of clicky. Mm-hmm. They don't have to be. Yeah. They don't have to be like. I feel like you've maybe been in situations where it's like, we do this, and this is who we are. Mm. And if you're not that thing, yeah, what's what's going on with you? Like, why? You're different. It's like, well, I'm growing. Can't we not do that together? Right. Or do I have to stay as this thing with you? Yeah. Like, you, are, you weren't allowed to be a complex person, and as soon as there was any inconvenience, all of a sudden you're not a good friend. Yeah, I don't like, know. I don't know. I mean, it, it could be a lot of things, and not everybody's – I know this has kind of been a running theme – not everybody has to be your person, and sometimes it takes a bit to try things on. And yeah, for sure. See how it goes, but um, yeah, friendship. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Some of these get really dark. I'm like, I don't know if I want to. Yeah, like I got one that kind of would have been good to bring up. When oh yeah, let's religion, do some of that you're doing. But I'm not gonna do this one now. But I got a message that just says, "I honestly don't believe God exists, and there's really nothing after death. No heaven, no hell, just nothing." Also, those don't, who don't believe in evolution because of the. And then it cuts off. <laughs> this person was ranting. Yeah, I was just going through it. That is valid. Um, All your For feelings. you, sweet yeah. pea. Love that. I don't think that's an unpopular opinion. I think um, if you joined Reddit, you would find a thriving community. Um, let me see. Some of these questions, I think, were like the auto-populated ones. We already discussed pop music isn't good anymore. This person thinks that Adam Levine didn't cheat. Mm. Um, there's one here. How do you feel about separating the art from the artist? 
I don't care about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, so do you think, so let's say, you know, there's a song that you love. Mm. A song you're obsessed with. Okay, I already like, have an example. Bastille nukes the Pentagon. Oh. Can you still listen to it? Keep going. Okay. Um, I don't know. So this is like the Brendan Urie thing that we were talking about, kind of. Like, do you still listen to those songs? Even though they're a bad person. Even though they're a bad person. I justify with Brendan Urie under the moniker of Panic at the Disco. Yeah, which I feel like he pan- should have dropped Panic forever at the Disco, ago. Yeah. Um, I will listen up through Vices and Virtues because either Ryan Ross or Dallin Weeks were still there. And I know that they were doing all the heavy lifting. Um. I'll make some wiggle room for Death of a Bachelor, but after that, I've checked out. Right, so you do, so you don't separate the art from the artist. Uh, no, in most cases, I do not. I find it very hard to, because as soon as somebody does something gross, how am I going to get any joy out of what they've done? Yeah, no, I agree with that so too. So it it makes it tough, especially nowadays. Like I do not, I have so little faith. Like if anything ever comes out about Max Bemis, who is that? Uh, the lead singer of Say Anything, my favorite band. Okay. Like, I lost the Smiths because Morrissey fucking sucks. I mm. got to see him in concert. Like, I yeah. loved the Smiths. And I can still, every once in a while, a song comes on and I'll get a little buggy. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, it was fun when this wasn't hindered. This is a little more of a lighter topic. Do you have, like, a celebrity irrational hate list? Irrational like, celebrity? Celebrities celebrity. that, celebrities that you don't like and you really don't have a concrete reason for why. I have a long one. Well, I'm curious about yours. I don't think I have any that I don't like just to not like them. Top of my list. Drew Barrymore. Why don't you like Drew Barrymore? I fucking hate Drew Barrymore. Do you know Drew about Barrymore. what happened to her? I don't give a fuck. I don't care. She like, she's... Oh, I don't care. Like, she can't act. If that's what it takes, <gasps> no, listen to me. That's so mean. Queen, if that's what it takes, then put me in, coach, because she's not doing anything. Oh, Two, Taylor Swift, and I'm <gasps> going to get... Nah. Mm, nah. Don't like her. She's problematic. No, 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 no. But we... What? Okay. I'm okay, going to get... Continue. Okay, it's all of a sudden, and this really bothers me, and we'll, we'll end the episode after this. Whatever. That all of a sudden, liking Taylor Swift is, like, the thing. Like, you just have to. Okay. And if you're not a Swiftie, I then you're, like... I would not say all of a sudden. I think it's all of a sudden. I remember being, like, the one person who didn't like Taylor Swift and it being controversial. And my best friend in high school loved... And still to this day... I don't like her. ...loves Taylor Swift. And when I finally came around, she was, like... Well, now That's, everybody's She's been on my shit list like, for a long time. What put her on your shit list? It's, like I said, it's irrational. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, okay. So these are all people that it you just... Is, I don't have a reason. looked at them up and down and said, fuck you. Yeah. Okay, who's next? Uh, Charlie Puth. Chad, yeah, he grinds the gears. Stupid eyebrow. He grinds the gears. <laughs> it's his eyebrow. But light switch bangs. So we'll, we'll just... <laughs> I separate the art from the artist when <laughs> it comes light to light switch. switch. I will so bang that song. So, oh my so good. Okay, <laughs> Halsey, Ashley, can't stand her. I will say, I will say, I loved her what in is, her Badlands era. What is the the mall when she's singing in the mall? <laughs> but I yeah, <laughs> I'm, so I'm so sorry. sorry. <laughs> that reminds me. Oh, you got a question about my tears. We'll have to jump into that after. Oh my god. Yes. Oh Lord Almighty. But anyway, I um. I loved Halsey during the Badlands era. That came out, I think, like in 20, 2014. So I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, loved her. But 
her rubber banding shit that she does has gotten so much worse. She needs a vocal coach because she does this thing with her jaw where she just snaps it the fuck shut anytime she opens it and it creates the craziest sounds. I don't think she's talented. I do think she has it in her. Mm. But like. But that's another thing like Drew Barrymore slash Halsey, if that's what it takes. The, why also, are we she's not kind all of famous? a little bit of like a nepo baby. I think she has a family member who's in music producing. That's what I'm saying. So, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like that's how Chris. I remember when she was on Stewart Tumblr. Got famous. And she was like singing songs about like Harry Styles and Taylor Swift fanfic and shit. Like and that's Ooh. she was popular on Tumblr. Like yeah. So like it, I I don't then you know Jim Carrey Adam Sandler also on my shit list. Don't think they're funny at all. I don't think that they're um, funny necessarily. It's like quite Jim a long Carrey list. And some of his more serious roles. I've I've told Chance that I'm like Jim Carrey, and he says well, that's funny because you are Jim Carrey. And no. then I've had people tell me all the time that I'm Jim Carrey, and I'm like, well, I'm they not. Have no other comedy I'm not slapstick humor. No. that's not my humor. I don't like slapstick. I can't. I don't like baby poopoo so funny. Yes, I don't. <laughs> I don't like, like that stuff. Like I fart don't. jokes, none of yeah, that. Every once in a while, if I'm caught off guard, you'll get a chuckle out of it. Like me. that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> what you just did was funny. Thank yeah. So. But, okay, Jim Carrey, Adam Sandler. I got yeah, you. I agree. That's the end of my list. So you don't have any of these? None that are irrational. I feel like I... They're all very rational. As soon as I get a twinge of I don't think I like you, I'm on a Google rampage to justify it. Okay. And all of a sudden I've got five allegations. <laughs> I'm sure if you looked up all the people I just mentioned, there'd be a lot yeah. of problems that you can look up. Like, isn't Taylor Swift, like, the, like, biggest threat to the environment right now? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, they're... The sole biggest threat to the environment. They're other above her, but I don't think we need to create a tier list of celebrities who abuse the private jets the most. It's already a problem. Stop private defending her. I'm She's not. wrong. I'm not. I'm, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> there's no... They're all doing it. They... I don't think She's that, that the worst. Though. her. She's the worst, though. Yeah. She's a fucking so rich, we couldn't even fathom it. Which I don't understand. Like, if that's what it takes. Yeah, it's well, yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I get it. It's it's. it's uh, she she became like it. a comfort for me during COVID. Like I don't know why all of a sudden that's they, it happens for everybody. Yeah, that's how I, I just like regressed. Speak now is my favorite album, and I want a re-release so I can have haunted. She's just a little much, you know? She's a little much, but I'm also a bitch who's a little much. Like, I feel like she's good representation for the overdramatic motherfuckers. Like, because I do be feeling that. What's Taylor Swift's star sign? Oh, I do not know. Maybe she's like a cancer or something. I'm up for that. But I'm not like like a stan. I'm sure if I texted Gabby right now, she'd know. Yeah, I've seen way more stans in recent years. Yeah. That I don't really understand. She is a Sagittarius. Sagittarius. I don't know what that means, but... But, you know, good for her. Sagittarius is after Scorpio. Born in Pennsylvania. Good for her. Interesting. Pop off Taylor Swift. Grew up in it. Grew up in Tennessee or something like that. Something like that. Some some yeehaw thing like that. Some yeehaw. Oh my god, Billie Eilish is also Sagittarius. Like this is going nowhere. This is crazy. Okay. Well, I think that's a good place to to cut the. Are you gonna? Okay. So we had one more. I've actually never heard this. And apparently, this is my legacy. So this is. So, so I had somebody. I'm not gonna name names because we're not. So it doing wasn't that. anonymous. No, this I did an anonymous one, and then I did one that was open to to the public. I have to find it in my archives now because it's been over 24 hours. But, um, yeah, so I made the the questions box public at first. And I had someone that knows Katie 
comment, please, please ask her about, quote, my tears are for you, quote. Katie is trying to explain to me what the fuck this means. I don't so, know what it means. I didn't realize that this was such a part of, like, the the lore around me, I guess, because I ran into a buddy at an airport that I hadn't seen really since high school, and he tells my partner about my tears are for you. We have a good chuckle. Payton texts me randomly mm-hmm. at 11 at night rem- because he remembered my tears are for you and then had to send me a video clip of it, and... uh I, I didn't realize how much this is stuck in people's So what memories. is it? It's it a is, song. If you guys remember Smule, it was an app where you could like talk into it or make sounds into it and it would auto-tune it and set it to a beat. Yeah. And I had a day where I was just fucking around on Smule. This was in between me being kicked out, coming back home <laughs> for a little bit, and then moving up to the coast with my friends Peyton and Julia. And so I was just kind of like kicking around on the couch and I did this and I posted it and i guess everybody and their mother saved it and it is all that i'm known let's now. hear it so my tears the, um, are for you by <laughs> first, katie i guess a radio play of my tears are for you oh my god i can't wait i'm so, so fucking excited oh i'm so excited for a minute i what was the whale noises happening in the background that was me pretending to sob this was like a whole production i was having a post breakup manic episode and i hadn't slept in a couple days and i was processing (laughs) so it's not actual crying it's just me really hamming it up just for the the meme of it all it wasn't bad Thank you. It's all smule. <laughs> like sounds on it right now. No, absolutely not. And I couldn't. I, I didn't even have it. I had to dig up my <gasps> smulean code to find it. There's um the follow up turkey burgers, which we'll play incredibly briefly. But I just know that Peyton would be happy if I gave this love to. And I'll fast forward. It's the same. <laughs> it's me laughing maniacally. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it called turkey burgers? Because that's what Smule automatically names unnamed tracks. So my whole discography is turkey burgers. And my tears are for you. Well, um, I hope you enjoyed this uh, <laughs> this episode um, with Katie and just a little bit of chit chat and also yeah. some uh, family drama and dynamics. And Did we get into that? We got into some dynamics of the family, did. yeah. We, got, we talked about a lot. We covered a lot of topics. We did. I'm this excited to, to end this and realize that it's been two hours. I it probably it has. Oh, my God. I don't even fucking know. I don't know if I really acknowledged motherhood. Motherhood? It's the mom pod. Yeah, there have been so many fucking episodes. If you don't know by now <laughs> that this shit's rarely mom talk, then whatever. Yeah. But, um, yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, Hopefully, Alyssa cool. will be back next week and we'll... Proof to you guys that we're not fighting, and yeah, um, yeah well, I'm sure you'll be on the podcast again. So oh, sure. this isn't your last yeah. moment, but thank you. Um, we could do a little cheers and have a listen to you pathetically try to slurp it, slurp us out. Don't break the fucking glass. I'm not gonna break Holy it. Holy shit! You just back cocked your arm like you're about to smash me across the head well, with a you fucking. You have this little 
Mason tin. Tra- it's just gonna thunk you just if need I don't. A little clink, babe. Okay. okay say bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> it sounds like a bat crack.